When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Don McLean is here as well. Hello. Uh, how's everybody Happy. doing? Happy. Cinco. De Mayo. Uh, what will largely... It'll be like the the least celebrated Cinco de Mayo ever, just like we enjoyed with uh, St. Patty's Day. Remember what a dud that was? Uh, yes, I do. Stupid quarantine. Oh, boy. Some people went out and about, though. Shame on them, right? Oh, they did. Oh, that was back that in word. the day, too. That was yeah, just when early. we were getting our quarantine footing. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, we're going to I'm be... not planning on celebrating. I will not be celebrating either. I'm starting um, to get, like, really freaked out by people loosening up the strings a little on their own. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I read a new projection that... Do you remember the, the projected... Uh, boy, we're really starting on a happy note today. <laughs> I, know, I know. Do you but... remember the projections, let's say about a month ago, were uh, between 100,000 and 250,000 deaths. That was a number that they came out with and the White House told us about, and we were like, oh, goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. And then... Some things got uh, a lot of social distancing happened. Lockdown more or less went into effect throughout the country and all the individual states. And they brought that number down to in the tune of 60,000. Well, uh, we're like through that number now. We're at 251, I think. Well, no, Donna, don't come out here with your fake news. No, or deaths. (laughs) I'm talking about deaths. Well, that's what I'm saying. It says right here we have got more than 251,000 deaths. This is coming from Johns Hopkins. No, so I'm talking about in the United States. Oh, gotcha. Just like in the United States death. So whenever oh. uh, President Trump came out and said, if we don't clamp down, we'll have it between 100 and 250,000 deaths. Then they brought it down to 60. Now, uh, apparently, oh, it's goodness, some university out of Washington that they are. So we're at 69 now. They're thinking that the number could go back up high to about 150,000. So the number goes up and then it comes down and then it goes back up again. And to your point, Don, uh, Donna, about feeling like, oh, goodness, what's going to happen if we all loosen up the restrictions, what will happen to these numbers? Uh, nobody knows, but there is the fear that it could go up. And that just, I don't know, that that releases like a whole new aura of insecurity, doesn't right. it? Right. Yes. I mean, I've had a family member already die from this. My brother has two good friends who just passed away. Oh, um, my, I have a very good friend here in town. Her next door neighbor's kid has just been diagnosed with it. I went into a store, I won't say which store, but I went into a store yesterday um, to get some things, and they had a line where 
they were waiting for a certain number of people to leave the store before they let a certain number of people enter the store. Mm-hmm. Yes. And everybody was wearing masks that was in the line. And then I get inside the store and I ask a question about an item. I'm like, can you tell me where to find whatever? This salesperson comes right up to me, no mask, leans over shoulder to shoulder. No. Leans down in front of me, puts it in, and he's like right there. And he touches it and almost face to face with this guy. And I'm like, well, what's the point of doing all that work if you're not going to exercise precaution inside? I don't. Well, I just don't understand. Like, aren't we all getting the same information? Two ways to look at that: one, one bad apple spoils the bunch. Yeah. Or two, everybody else is doing good. There's always going to be a couple, you know, knuckleheads out there who, regardless of what public health officials say we should do, won't do that. But maybe take comfort. I want to encourage you and say, take comfort in all of the masks that you saw, in all of the social distancing that you saw. As for Rick, who came up and put his shoulder on your stomach or whatever, mm, I'm sorry. He put his shoulder on your stomach? (laughs) No, he was just an awkward leaning in front of me to get to a shelf. So he leained down and then mm-hmm. when he to go, got Rick. back up, he, we were just face to face. Right. And this oh. is an older gentleman, too. This had, it had to be a guy in his 60s, I would say. Love connection? Uh, thanks, Steve. Eyes um, meet. Oh, no, I just mean he's a nice, helpful guy. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I get it, Donna. I get it. Oh, my God. Steve, I was, I, 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 never have Steve try to fix you up with someone. Well. This is like our old friend Marley. <laughs> he would have been a caretaker, people, Rick. She would see people at the state fair and go, oh, how about that guy? And I'm like... Yeah. Marley, he looks like he's on his way to the boneyard. How oh, old look. do you think I am? No, no, no. It's not that we think that you're old. It's We're trying to take care of you. If he, listen, let's but say I, Rick, I mean, for example. Okay. Rick is reckless and he ends up croaking soon. Guess who gets a windfall of money, Donna? Because you, as his <laughs> no. passionate late in life love, okay. have been written into the will. Not really looking for that kind of relationship. Passionate. Thank you. I really wanted that story to Passionate take a more romantic late turn. In, late in life love. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. By the way, I was going to start by talking about how many people have been purchasing tequila for the last month. I mean, I was going to try to get us started <laughs> yeah, off on like do. a, hey, party. Woo. For the last four weeks in the country, mm-hmm. tequila has been the number one selling alcohol. I have a theory about this. Because I don't know, I don't think a lot of people, I don't think tequila for a lot of people is the go-to No, it's like uh, liquor. tequila makes your clothes fall off. Oh, okay, <laughs> so I think I know why this has been the case. Because a lot of people shoot tequila. And if during the quarantine they were like, oh gosh, this is bugging me or the anxiety is bugging me or the stress of working at home and whatever, then they just thought, you know, what can numb me really quick? Shot of tequila. Oh, what do you I think? don't think is, is I've there... never done that. I've never been a shot person. Yeah, they're... And tequila would be something that I would drink only if I didn't have anything else in the house. Really? Yeah. What's your go-to liquor? Let's go around the horn here. Your go-to well, wine is out of the drink. question. Beer is out of the question. Um, vodka. Vodka. Really? I, when I did drink vodka, yeah. Vodka was the go-to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it made me, I mean, any drink makes me fall asleep in about five minutes. Which really? Which is why I don't drink anymore. Oh. I can't. I, I want feel my like day a real longer. Yes, I feel like it almost immediately makes me sleepy. Really? And like like more in the last 6 months that has been the case where I very, I just get really sleepy. It could be the middle of the day, it could be like 3 o'clock on a Saturday and then I'll even just have a beer and I'm like I kind of want to take a nap now. Oh wow. 
Interesting. Absolutely. Just wait until you reach 40 because I, I mean, I couldn't keep the weight off yeah. with oh, drinking bugger. and I would fall asleep. So, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I don't really need to do this anymore. Why not? Why right. don't I just stop? Yeah. Unless you do it to fall asleep. Oh, Which right. some people will just, mm-hmm. you know, have a glass of something before they go to sleep. But with that, it's not the wisest idea. Happy Cinco de Mayo, Cinco everyone. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everyone. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Back Drink tequila you. if you have it, I guess. I guess so. Um, when we come back, we're going to have some things that made us go, huh. Yeah, I huh. I know that I sometimes oversell this segment when I bring a lot of little factoids, things no, you might not have you known. what? But. Stop it. Today might be the best group that I've ever assembled. I have a new fantastic source of this information. We'll hit Childish Gambino, Tom Hanks, how do rabbits procreate so quickly, and what would actually make you wash your hands. I got it all. That and more coming up after the break and things that make you go, huh, on the Don and Steve show on my talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Happy to have you guys listening. Okay. All right, Steve. You better set the bar high. You did. Now, bear in mind, sometimes when I do things that make you go, huh? um, And Don, you're new to this show. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a one-off. It's one line. There is no context. There are no follow-up questions. Mm -hmm. And we just move right on. Okay. Other times, more recently, there's they're they're a little more well-rounded. And so that's what I bring you today. Ooh. We start with a story about Donald Glover. At the end of high school, Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, was voted most likely to write for The Simpsons. Then, oh, interesting. At, at the age of 20, oh, I've already got you. I'm not even there yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. This is great. Then at the age of 23, uh, Childish Gambino was hired by Tina Fey to write for 30 Rock after he submitted a spec script, which is a, a non-commissioned, just uns- <clears throat> excuse me, unsolicited screenplay. Huh. That screenplay was about... The Simpsons. Wow. Full circle. Huh. Okay. Okay. That actually did. I was thinking I thought that would have got a better, huh? But then, Donna, you just well, gave me like a... More. I was waiting for more. Like, And then that I... episode, that thing that he wrote became part of a sketch. About The Simpsons. <laughs> all right. Let me get you here. Okay. We're all in the age of washing our hands. Ain't that right, ladies? Hey. Hey, girl. <laughs> There was a guy who actually patented a gadget that would attach to bathroom doors. And whenever someone would turn the handle to open the door, the gadget would spray their hand with dye, like the stall door to the bathroom. This, reasoned its creator, would encourage people to wash their hands in order to remove the dye. Wow. He imagined his invention might be useful in maybe restaurants and hospitals, that have like a statutory type of hygiene requirement, meaning that all staff and employees must clean their hands after using the restroom. And if you had the dye on your hand, then people would know you didn't wash your hands. <laughs> it's like the old rumor about some people having a liquid or some sort of a, a chemical in their pool that if you urinate, the water would change color around you. Yeah, yeah. you tell that to kids. It's yes. a lie. Yes. It's and a lot it's of fun. Terrifying <laughs> uh-huh. as a child. Now, this about Thomas Hanks. When Tom Hanks was touring the White House... You mean Mott Skinner? Mott Skinner. 
for uh, COVID nineteen survivor. We ought to say. Yep. When Tom Hanks, that'll be now on his LinkedIn, right above Oscar winner, COVID nineteen survivor. When he was touring the White House, he learned that the press corps did not have a coffee pot, so he donated one to them. Huh. And he did it again in 2010 and then again in 2017. And he wrote, keep up the good fight for truth, justice, and the American way, especially for the truth part. That was what he gave them just in 2017. How about that? It's a Tom Hanks coffee pot. That's nice. I wonder how, I wonder if it's like a fancy pot or if it's just a regular Hmm. coffee mate. Yeah, or Mr. Coffee, like glass one. Maybe he reached out to Clooney Mm. and sprung for a Nespresso. That's what I was hoping. And that it would be like, you know, a carafe that stays warm I know what you mean. for you. We just got a coffee pot recently that has a stay warm function for four hours. That's great. Because usually it's two hours. You're about at the bottom of the pot. You want one more. And then you feel like, oh, this has been sitting here for a while. It's cooled off. It's kind of burned. I don't know. Whatever. So ours is four hours if you ever want to swing by. Wow. Four hours. Hmm. Thank you. You're Thank working you, on a pot of coffee for four hours. It's an all-day experience, huh? <laughs> I know. What am I saying? On a weekend, I can wake up on a Saturday. If I wake up for my wife, I can finish finish the whole pot in about an hour. Because oh, wow. I just, I'm like a fish. I just, I just drink things. Yeah. Me too. This... Like if I don't have a, a glass or it's usually a green Solo cup, if I don't have one next to me or even right now. I panic yeah. if I don't have anything to drink next to me. Oh no! It's Isn't like um, it's kind of like a like an like an oral fixation. So if you were a smoker before, you would need to be chewing gum right now. Right. You know, you just need yes. something. I'm with you. I need a ginger ale. Give me a Fresca, <gasps> a Lacroix. Oh, Gingy. both of those gingies yeah. and Fresca. Love them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we have them right now in the fridge downstairs. Fresca diet ginger ale. I'm just being yeah. mindful of my body because Lord knows I'm building it up right now. Have you guys noticed? <laughs> I just noticed your hair. Oh yeah, I got I th- I was I asked yesterday on Twin Cities Live, can I shave my head if we raise money for charity? I asked management publicly on live television. I received no response. How is how did your hair look before you went on air? It looked heavy, you know. It looked like did you it, get it, it back though because it was standing straight up. Yeah, no, I go downstairs and I go into the makeup room and then they have they have one of those sprayers that's kind of like what you there's like a salon sink downstairs yeah. for the Channel Five makeup room. And I go in there, I douse my hair, then I have to pat my hair dry with paper towels, then I get the blow dryer out, which is like a blow dryer from 1990. Mm. I do that at risk of electrocution, <laughs> and then I try to put product in. But the hair was so heavy that it's just laying down like in surrender now. It just sort of falls falls down okay. when it's not stuck straight up like Kramer. I'm going to look for it on TwinCitiesLive.com. Okay. Because I want to see it. It's, I, think it looked, I think it looked weird. Don, uh, Donna wants me to like... Sort of have a, a middle ground version of my hair. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I see what you're going for, where it's not up as much as I would normally put it up. But not uh, but slicked back. Not Just slicked back. Just pushed back a little. Just, yeah, sort of persuaded back into the side. <laughs> but my hair is so so coarse and so dry it always it hmm. grows out if it grew down i'd have that awesome hair that you could run your fingers through and it would just fall right back down mine stays wherever i my fingers come out <laughs> okay now this unravels in 1859 <laughs> listen to this i love your segues now this unravels <laughs> well for those who tuned in just for the rabbit fact uh in 1859 a guy released 24 rabbits for hunting and he did this in the wild in Australia, 24 rabbits, a country which, by the way, had no native rabbit population. Wow. Then. By 1920, 70 years, uh, 60 years later, their population increased to 10 billion. What? With a B. Oh, boy. It, billion? It, billion. It is the fastest spread ever recorded of any mammal. Okay. Boom. Okay. Do you know why? He did it for hunting purposes. I think he did not. Probably in 1859. Oh, gosh, jiggins. Nobody knew much back then, right? I'm sure they did. But it just feels like they, they didn't have Google to say, if I release these 24, are they going to procreate at an unbelievably rapid pace? Yeah. He didn't certainly didn't think it would get to 10 billion. How many rabbits? Here comes a follow-up oh, question no. I'm not supposed to ask. How many babies mm-hmm. does a rabbit oh, we, normally give birth to? We used to raise them. I think like um, like six to eight. Okay. Um, right. How about this? Rabbits can have anywhere from one to 14 babies. Yeah. They're I also like called 10. kits. Kits. Oh, they're, they're so called cute. kits? Kits. Aw, that's adorable. Speaking of kitty cats, um, so we know who's going to be playing Joe Exotic. And it feels like it was the obvious choice that we should have thought of from the beginning. I agree. I know enough about Tiger King to know that the casting choice that they just made (laughs) is absolute perfection. And I I can't. How did we bypass this earlier? Now, as the story goes, before you tell you who it is, as the story goes, didn't Joe Exotic was I, Brad Pitt had been floated at some point, which seemed, you know, maybe because he had blonde hair and could grow out facial hair. Yeah, maybe. Mm, and in the movie California, he's pretty redneck. Okay. He's done it before. Um, there was an early call for David Spade to play it because he was, Joe Exotic <laughs> Joe was being Dirt. likened to Joe Dirt. It's like, <laughs> yeah. wait, I already played Tiger King oh, before. It was it. Tiger King. But now Hollywood has landed on Nicolas Cage. To play Joe Exotic. I love it. In the scripted series from uh, the folks who brought you American Vandal, that mockumentary on Netflix. Those are the ones behind this scripted series. Uh, Your thoughts, Donna? I think it's excellent. I'm wondering about how close they are in age. Probably Mm. close, I would say. Um, I think it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Now, this isn't based on the tiger king that we saw on netflix it's Correct. based on an article yes the article is called joe exotic a dark journey into the world of a man gone wild this was from uh 
Texas Monthly. Not sure if anybody subscribes to Texas Monthly, but this is where this comes from. And you know what it sounds like? So CBS Television Studios, those are the ones that got their hands on the rights to um, like the, the screen version of that article. Doesn't mean that it's going to land on CBS All Access. It could land everywhere, as streaming has taught us. So sure. they're, they're going to open this up to see who wants their hands on it, what uh, streaming service or network. But it's uh, it's interesting to see that they got the rights, and they seem to do it in a smart way because then they just waited. They got to wait. They had the luxury of watching Tiger King do so well on right. Netflix yeah. before they figure out, okay, like, sure, we spent X amount of dollars on that, which I'm sure was nominal compared to making a full-blown production. But then they got to wait. It was the world's best focus group. The question is, will will it be a lightning rod for conversation in the same way that the documentary was, I think Nick Cage, because he's got a real huh factor to him, I think his casting really helps. I think so, too. And you know who's going to play Carol Baskin. This was cast a while ago. Do you remember? Uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Um, was she in a movie with Tina Fey? Probably. Is she blonde? She is. Her, yes. And she's Australian. She's not. Hmm. <laughs> You know Give me a from, hint. You know her from Saturday Night Live? But yes. Yep. The funniest one on the show. Kate McKinnon. There you go. Oh, Nailed God. It. She's just... <laughs> isn't she the good. funniest thing that's happened to that show in like Since 10 Kristen years? Since Kristen Wiig. Oh, yeah. she's so funny. Yeah. Oh. And Kate McKinnon's been doing some normal roles in oh. movies lately. I've seen her pop up in a bunch of movies. Um, so I think she's going to be great. I think it's going to be really good. Dawn posed the question, who would play you in a movie? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Is it, it's best if we answer this about ourselves or, or do we yes. cast the other person? Well, maybe we should all write down our answers <sighs> for the other person. Hmm. Let's hmm. see. Well, here. I need to think about that. I do too. Well, I need to think. <laughs> Donna, Donna, would... you ruined me. You ruined me because now it, it will always sound like I'm being mean here, but you planted this idea in my head for you. Celine Dion? Mm, you wish. Oh, wow. Yeah, I can see that. I would go Laura Dern for myself. Oh, now that's great. good. That's very or good. Or like Adrea DeMatteo. Do you know who that is yeah. from The Sopranos? Mm-hmm. And Blue Bloods. Or no, not Blue Bloods. The one with J-Lo. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Shades of Blue. Yep. Um. The first name that always comes to mind, again, this is because uh, you... Uh, who's the dude? You, <laughs> who is he? You did this to me. Is it Nick Cage? It's Iggy Pop. <laughs> Iggy Pop. Because one day Donna came in and she said, this is what I look like without my shirt on. And then Whoa. she said, Google Iggy Pop. And then I did. <laughs> Without a shirt on. Without a shirt on. It is. So it always comes to my mind whenever you. Great. There's any sort of who. No, but Laura Dern, that's that's the one for you. That's the one. I think she could pull it off. Mm -hmm. Um, Who do you guys think would play you? Mm. Oh, man. I rarely get told I look like humans. It's always cartoon <laughs> characters. Oh, my gosh. So, like, Woody from Toy Story, I feel like would be good. We could take some suggestions. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, you can email us. You can always uh, reach out to us on Twitter. What about that sloth from Ice Age? I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back you know, to the cartoon. Not only have I been told that before, no. but also my brother 
Scott has been Scooty. Scooty's been on our show before. Um, he has been told that he looks like the sloth from Ice Age. He has a long oh neck. God. He has a long neck. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. Eyes, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. What do you mean? Wait, let's no. let's not just forget the the bug eyes that he's got. Oh gosh, why are we doing this question? I, okay, so human wise, Steve, you've had to have thought about this. I have been told that I look like a guy. I, I no, I have not. Uh, that it looked like a guy from Bones. Okay. Oh yeah, you do. Do you know who this guy is? Yeah, only because I looked it up the last time somebody suggested it. Otherwise, yes. I was going to say you need like a younger Brian Cranston kind of guy. Okay, um, Irish skin. Yeah. Cast from Bones. Okay. David Boreanaz. No. Oh god, guy? I wish Don. Okay. I wish it was that guy. T. It's J. like Thine? his. Who? T J Thine. CJ Thine, someone's going to reach out to us on Twitter to tell me because they have done oh, it. Oh, John Francis Daly, <laughs> Billy Gibbons. I think it's John Francis <laughs> Daly. Right? Hang Top. On. <laughs> hang on, John hang Francis on. Daly or Joel David. That's Moore. him, John Francis Daly. Yeah, dang it, dang it. I mean, that doesn't. What I mean, he's he's great. He's great. Uh, he's great. He's also a writer, and he wrote uh, Spider Man uh, this Homecoming. Oh. What's the guy's name? John, John Francis Daly. Yeah. Steve? What? What's wrong with him? He has you a know, dimple. He's not a bad-looking guy. Yeah, that's how I get described. <laughs> my peak my peak of people describing me, are, I always wanted someone to be like, oh, that guy's hot. And now I've come to terms with the fact that I, at my best, am cute. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, Steve, yeah. Okay. You just kind of want to give the, me a noogie. You're the guy next door. Yeah. Dawn, um, oh, I'm playing you in your in the movie. I would say, um, well, I've been a stand-in for Jenna Elfman when I lived in Texas, and she filmed Whoa, a movie there. Hang on, name drop. A stand-in for Jenna Elfman. Now, that's you know great. Uh, from Darman Greg. Yeah, it's funny because there's like several of them, and you like you have a double, and so you sit there at lunch at the craft services table with like four lookalikes. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Or it's three hilarious. other people that look like you. Where was that? Mm, in in Dallas, she was filming a movie called Ed TV, that had oh, Matthew McConaughey yeah. in it too. Oh, so sure. I got to stand there with him and his look alike. Oh, <laughs> um, did he but, look like him? Did the look alike? Oh look yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, also Christina Applegate. Maybe oh, I yeah. like her in that show, Dead to Me. Oh she's my gosh, she's so good. Her in personality that show. is very uh, dry uh, and sarcastic, and I think yes. that, that would maybe she'd be able to do a good job. I love it. And then oh, Terry that's... Gar is the older me. Yes. Oh, oh I know who. Yeah, the older me. Ter- Let me look up Terry Gar. Should I know this person? Yes, she was. Young she used to be on every freaking late night talk show. I okay, get a lot of people. Tell she me like not so much anymore. Yeah, she has MS. Yeah. She's, I mean, not that that would... Oh, know. I see you as a young Terry Gar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fun. I yes, have been told yes. Shooter McGavin, uh, Christopher McDonald, M- M- oh. McDonald from uh, Happy Gilmore is who... <gasps> yes. I've, I've been told I look like him from the time I was like 21. And he's he is, I think, two or three decades older than me. <laughs> I love what it. Do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm the fat Celine Dion. You know, I always <laughs> no. will be. Well, I mean, she weighs about 100 pounds soaking totally. wet. And she's yeah, that small. means 120. Yeah, exactly. The fat Celine yeah. is mm-hmm. 120. Okay, yeah. thanks, guys. Good save. Uh, all right, so in case you missed it, uh, Nicolas Cage is going to play Joe Exotic in a, what is it, an eight-part series? Yes. 
So that, we don't know go, when Hollywood. that's going to be out because obviously we've yeah, got some things that are stalled, like life. Now, all of it? Everything? <laughs> like all of it? The world? Um, but anyway, speaking of that, our confession today coming up at 1130. Uh, Steve, we're going with to make this pandemic go away. We want you to fill in the blank. Mm. I'd be willing to blank. Oh, Okay, that might be kind of fun, right? Oh, I think boy. we'll get some really good responses there. Now, Donna, you talk about all of life sort of just shutting down, which is certainly true of concerts. Mm-hmm. However, someone has created something that maybe, just maybe, could make concerts come back sooner. Oh! I saw something. I don't know if you're going to like it. I'm going to say something. Coming up after the break on my talk. Oh, baby, We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment in this. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Remind me at the end of this to leave us with a meme at the bottom of this segment. Meme. A meme that I just got sent to me on Instagram that really sums up today, which sums up this year. Okay. Mm. Yep. Oh, nice. Yeah. Anybody want to go to a concert? Okay, we already determined. Don, <laughs> D- did you say you don't like going to concerts anymore? Um, I do, uh, but I get annoyed by a couple of things. People that are too yeah. tall in front of okay. me and uh, people that are videoing the whole thing on their phones. Okay. Right? So if we could just avoid those people. I love live music. I have two concerts I missed already this Aww. year. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Well, there is a way back. It's going to be very difficult when you think of social distancing, how long we they're saying, suggesting that we need to practice social distancing. And if we're waiting for a vaccine before that really lightens up on a grand scale, concerts will be tough to come by. Uh, live sporting events will be tough to come by. But someone has created a way forward. I want you both to take a look at this. You can look at the link. Uh, someone's created a spacesuit, essentially. Okay. That would... <laughs> Oh, no. I just got both responses there. <laughs> it could create a way forward. It has its own ventilation system. Okay, it has a camera, I suppose, to like see around you because you're in an astronaut helmet, which is a little difficult. Um, it has speakers. Yeah. So you could hear the, the sound inside of your helmet mm-hmm. and an airtight upper body covering. Yeah. There's a company. They've designed it. It's called Microshell. It's uh, kind of like it's like a half spacesuit. And you have all of your own air up there. <laughs> and it looks like they might even make it in some cool, funky colors. I looked through and like their video is just showing people sort of moving in it to show you that you can still be mobile. But it is a full, it, it, it is essentially an astronaut helmet. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pass. But wait. There's It more. has a mute feature that can mute people around you while still getting the sound what? of the concert. How, I'm back. How are they doing that? I don't is know. Is it piped in? Like, is it getting a Bluetooth signal from the, oh, from the stage? Being, oh, wow. It must be getting something, some direct feed from the stage, and then there must be a noise-canceling feature that you can do to just the immediate ambiance around you. Now, in many times, you would want to be able to hear that, right? It's your friend saying, like, It's a secret song! Other times, you would just want to shut those people up, and so then you could hit the mute button. Wow. Come on. Huh. Us, the three of us, in a suite at the XL yeah. in NASA suits. 
I'm in. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna stay home. <laughs> oh, I'm For, gonna, from now on. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I do understand how hard this is on people. Sorry, I had a cough. Um, because in my 30s and 40s, I was telling Steve this, Dawn. I mm-hmm. was out all the time, all the time. I was at bars. I was at restaurants, and that's only because, yeah. you know, I wasn't raising a family. Uh-huh. You know, I was going out and having fun. And then you finally have the money to do that without, like, that's better than in your 20s mm-hmm. when Absolutely. we're all broken our 20s. Um, so I get, if you're an extrovert, how difficult this is right now. Mm. For me, it's great. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I don't mean all the bad stuff. I'm just saying staying at home is not a problem for me at all. I love being home. There's nowhere I'd rather be. Yeah. Except here, of course. Um, so, yeah, I guess maybe they'll come up with a, something. If not that, something. So venues would own the suits. Oh. Sanitize them. Give them to attendees. <gasps> guess who just sneezed? I'm going to go with... It was me. That's your oh, hint. Oh, get out. Yeah, was it yeah. you? That's crazy. It was crazy. me. Uh, now, what if you sneeze inside of the uh, astronaut suit? Right? Extra sanitizing. It just is everywhere. Have you seen the homemade, the, the version of an NASA suit where you you wear a hooded sweatshirt and then you get a pot, uh, excuse me, a, a, a lid that would normally go pot? on a pot. Oh. Not pot. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm. okay. We'll get that at the concert from the guy <laughs> next right. to you. But you won't because you'll be in the astronaut yeah, helmet. Oh, no, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, See, yeah. another thing is limited. Mm-hmm. This won't work at Dave Matthews concerts. Okay. So you have a hooded sweatshirt. And then you put the, the, the lid to the pot or the pan over your face, wrap the hooded sweatshirt around the edges of the pot, and then pull on the, the, the okay. strings. Yeah, no. And then you have a homemade uh, astronaut suit. Okay. Yeah, that's not happening in my world. That's so weird. And, you know, you could still have someone touch your astronaut suit, or you could still touch germs. Don, are you getting a good feel for Donna's certain level of unpredictable disdain for things? Yes, I am. Yeah. I'm like excited about the colors of this suit. I'm checking it out right now on Instagram. I feel like I'm in a Daft Punk video if I wore uh, it. Yeah, you can find it. Go to Production Club on Instagram and you can see this suit. It is pretty neat. It has a little fanny pack, which is actually just a belly pack in the see? front. Huh. I mean, you could. The thing that bothers me that makes me want to go home a lot of times is, is smoke. Oh, uh, you know, cigarette smoke. Yeah. I get really like a headache and everything. I do so too. This would this would eliminate that? See. Oh, I'm oh, digging that's this. Good. I, I'm excited well, about this. Well, then let's bring them to campfires too, because that's where I get headaches. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yes. No. Any wood burning, and I love it so much, but it just gives me a headache for a while. Yeah. See, yeah. I'm the kind of guy where the next day, if I'm at a campfire, and the next day I want to go smell the sweatshirt that I wore. Wow. Because me I too. love the scent of it so much. When I uh, smell someone's barbecue in the neighborhood, oh. that I like. Oh. I feel like I'm in a cartoon when that happens. If I'm like on a walk and I smell that, I feel like, you know, when the, the, the little fumes come and pull you over by the nose in like an old Looney Tunes commercial, that's how I feel if someone is cooking out. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Speaking of cooking out, you. how about this? Here's something else that I saw. Okay. There are Wendy's locations currently, mainly in California, that, and this is real, are not selling hamburgers. Oh, I heard about this. And, you know, 
Costco is now putting a limit on how much meat that. you can buy. And I was actually going to make a trip to Costco today for I'll that very what. reason. My sister was just at Costco over the weekend. She said, hey, I'm at Costco. Do you guys need anything? And we said, yeah, how about like some ground meat? And uh, she said, nope, they're all out of ground meat. But then she she did a lap. And by the time she did the lap, they had replenished that. But apparently oh, okay. there are some meat shortages because of what's been happening at some of these um, meat and pork producing facilities where yes. there has been a rapid spread. And so some of these places have been shut down. Um, but there was a check on Wendy's app that they did that showed only chicken items were available for takeout or delivery orders from at least some of their stores in California, which all these years later... <laughs> adds a whole new meaning to the commercial that we all know and love from Wendy's that came out decades ago. Shall we take a listen? Yes, yes, please. Yes, we know it's a big fluffy Talk bun. to the manager. It is the manager. Where's the beef? He's putting us under the supervisor. If you ask me what you did, we should call the owner. At Wendy's, the hamburger we modestly call a single has more beef than the Big Mac or Whopper. We've got the owner. Hello? Where's the beef? <laughs> Can I ask a question about that commercial? Uh, yes. Sure. There's a part in the middle of that <laughs> that I think what they're saying is unintelligible. Does that make me an ageist? I heard her say, like, eh, it's a big fluffy barn. And then there was something in the middle that she said. That oh, I well, couldn't understand at all. Let's see. Where's the girl the order? What's that mean? I don't uh, we should, I, asked, you said you asked me, but you did it. Oh, we, we should call the owner. Yes. We should call the owner. I feel like I'm playing wow. Mac. Okay. What's your it. meme? Oh, dang it. Here it is. Here it is. How messed up is it that Cinco de Mayo finally falls on Taco Tuesday and it gets messed up by a virus with the same name as a Mexican beer? Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's real good.